So for today's practice, a block, a bolster, a blanket or two and your eye pillow are always helpful for your practice. Today's practice will focus on stretching through the back. So we'll begin in squat pose. So stand on the mat, bring the feet a little wider than hip width distance apart. Pivot the toes outward, kick the heels inward, and sink the hips down between your heels. The hands can stay to the floor for balance here. And if the feet aren't flat on the floor here in your squat, bring your blanket in and slide the blanket up underneath the heels. So basically we're bringing the floor up to your heels. Sometimes widening through your stance can bring the heels a little closer down to the floor, but bring the floor up to you if necessary. Use that blanket, use your props. And again, the fingertips can stay down to the floor for balance here. If you're comfortable bringing the hands to prayer and to the heart and using your elbows to widen through the knees, you can have at that, but again, not necessary. We want to create some length to the spine here. So rather than kind of rounding through to this, which is sometimes the tendency, think about moving the heart through the openness of the knees. Really trying to keep an open front body as you let the hips sink down, let the crown of the head rise up and bring the breath in very deeply, long and slow, filling up and emptying out. Bring some awareness to the breath in, breathing it along the length of the spine. Let that inhale fill up in between the vertebrae, creating some space. Let the exhale draw you into a deeper version of the squat, lengthening longer through the spine, allowing gravity to assist in this opening. Again, resisting that temptation to round forward, trying to stay very open here. Breathe. slowly then if they're not already bring the fingertips down to the floor carefully walk the body out into table very basically table is hands and knees so you may want to bring the blanket in here to be supportive of the knees if the knees are an issue on the floor, this is a really nice way to be nice to your body. Be supportive. Another great way, sometimes the wrists tend to be an issue when we put our hands down on the floor. Sometimes when the hands come to the floor, the feet just kind of give up and we put a lot of pressure. So another nice way to be supportive is to take that blanket 
make it into a rectangle. Place your palms on one end and your knees on the other end. Spread wide through the fingers here, long through the shins, long through the tops of the feet. Now the toes can be curled under in table if that feels appropriate for you. The spine is lengthened here. The back of the head is nice and long, a nice natural extension of the spine. The belly is drawn up toward the spine just slightly. That's supportive of the back body. The breath is still moving, big, rich, round, breathing in, out. And in table pose, what we find here is a very foundational pose. We find a really nice balance between left and right sides. We know that in our everyday, we tend to be drawn more toward one side than the other. Think, are you right or left-handed? So we tend to be right or left-sided generally, a little weaker on one side, stronger on the other. But in table, we can find a more synergistic body here. We find an even and equal balance between left and right. And that's something we don't get every day. So table's a really great place to be when you need to feel secure, when you need firmness, when you need foundation. And then because of our attention to the back body here, we'll come into the breath and movement with the cat and the cow really focusing on the individual movement of the vertebrae, feeling that articulation of movement. So as you take the next breath in, let the tailbone rise up to the sky. Slide the heart forward and lift your chin. And with that big exhale, tuck the tailbone under, round through your spine, widen through your shoulder blades, and drop the back of the head very long. So on your next inhale, the tailbone will rise to the sky, the heart will slide forward, and the chin will lift. Notice that on, and keep moving, notice that on the breath in and out, the hips move first. And that's so we can feel and create that independent movement through the vertebrae. So it's not hips and head moving at the same time. Hips first, we end with movement at the crown of the head, whether you're pointing up at the sky or down at the earth. So the breath pace here is not important, although we're moving toward that really long, slow breath in and out. So the movement and the breath should be together. If the breath is very long, the movement is very long and slow. that neutral table. So the spine is long, the back of the head is long. We're going to move into spinal balance here, some strengthening for the back body. So let's walk the right fingertips forward and then lift the right arm 
Now you can keep the fingertips down on the floor if balance is a real issue here, but just keep the arm long. Otherwise, let the arm rise to shoulder height, fingertips pointing forward. And then we'll take the left leg and we'll slide the toes toward the back of the mat. And if you're comfortable here, just extend that back leg, lifting that out hip high. So your right arm, left leg, reaching, reaching. Take a nice long breath in. And as you exhale, bring your elbow and your knee together up underneath the body. So there's a little rounding of the spine here. And with your inhale, reach that out long. And again, fingertips and toes can stay to the floor and you can move those if balance is an issue. So we have these modifications and these variations to assist us, to help us move through this practice. So a few rounds of these lengthening long and this spinal balance where we're working the left and the right sides together. Not only we're working the left and right sides of our bodies, but we're also working the left and right sides of the brain at the same time as we move these independent sides together. And let's bring the right arm down, left knee down, and we'll move to the other side. So the left arm extends out, fingertips can stay to the floor, you can bring that shoulder high, reaching out. The right leg, toes dragged toward the back of the mat, the toes can stay on the floor, you can lift that leg up, hip high, reaching out and lengthening long. Look for that center point along the spine. And then take that breath in, really reaching out, reaching out. And as you exhale, bring this together up underneath the body, elbow to knee, or you can drag the fingers and the toes. So breathing in to open that up and breathing out to bring it up underneath. And the movement is similar to the cat and the cow, so we're still creating some spinal movement. But again, working both sides of the body, working both sides of the brain. a little cognitive strengthening as well. Breathing in, breathing out. And then let's bring that back down, coming back down into table. Take a really nice twist of the spine here. And this twist will twist the entire length of the spine. Let's take the right elbow and inhale the right elbow toward the sky. And as you exhale, we'll thread the needle, go underneath the left arm, lower your right shoulder and your right temple all the way down to the floor. Keep the left arm stable, palm under shoulder, pressing in as you twist. And then take a breath in and sweep the right arm out and all the way to the sky. So fingertips go all the way up. You can follow that movement if you choose to. If looking up is an issue, don't look up. But this is the low back stretch. So we moved from the mid to upper back stretch to a low back stretch here. Inhale, reach those fingertips to the sky. And as you exhale, move this toward the front of the space and lower that arm all the way down back into position underneath the shoulder. Let's inhale the left elbow high to the sky. And as you exhale, thread the needle underneath, lowering the shoulder and the temple all the way down to the floor. The right arm stays secure there. Feel this mid to upper back twist. And then take the inhale and sweep the left arm out and the fingertips go all the way to the sky. Again, you can follow that movement if it feels okay. 
recognizing this low back twist, a rare low back twist up off the floor where the back body's not on the floor. Take a nice breath in, reach the fingertips up, and as you exhale, fingertips toward the front of the space, just a little opening, and return back down to the floor. So we're gonna lower the front body all the way down. So if that blanket's there, you can just lay down on it or you can set it aside. Front body all the way down. Bring your forehead down to the floor and slide your hands underneath your shoulders. Point your elbows toward the back of the space. So we're gonna move in and out of Cobra a few times, a little more breath and movement here with our practice. Keep the belly soft and take a breath in and just lift the chin, slide the heart forward. The hands stay in position, the elbows stay pointed toward the back of the space. And as you exhale, release that down. The forehead connects back down to the floor. The hands stay in position. Take a breath in, peel the forehead up, let the crown of the head rise, slide the chin forward, lift the heart and open up. You can press in a little bit here to slide that forward just a little bit. And then as you exhale, release everything back down. The hands stay in position, the elbows stay pointed back. Inhale, peel everything up in the front body creating that hood of the cobra. And as you exhale, release that down. So take two more breaths, long breaths in, long breaths out, moving into your cobra, exhaling, bring the forehead all the way back down to the floor, moving into your cobra, and releasing that all the way back down. We're gonna take a nice little rest for the spine here. Slide the hands out from underneath the shoulders. Move them all the way out so the front body really connects to the floor. Turn your right cheek. The arms land in cactus that's bent at the elbows. You can open them all the way up, palms to the floor and spread wide like wings. That's okay too if that feels good. And slide your left knee up toward your elbow. Not gonna to touch your elbow just sliding it up in that direction. This is a nice release for the low back. So soften the breath a bit, keep it moving at a pace that is comfortable for you. But we'll find a little more softness here because we're just resting the body on the earth, front body down. What a really wonderful release of anxiety to release the front body down to the floor to just soften into the earth this way it's an ask of mother earth to hold us to cradle the heart we give our heart to her and we ask for a reprieve a release just let go let everything soften really invite in this rest pose
Let's extend that left leg long. And we'll turn the other cheek. Those are good words to live by. And slide the right knee up toward the right elbow. Again, not looking for them to touch each other. And create that same softness, balancing everything out. Create that same softness on this side. Surrender, settle, and rest. Sometimes we really need to allow ourselves to take a rest, to take a moment. So offer this time for you. Allow yourself to be here in this moment, softening, settling, resting. slowly slide that right knee long return the forehead back to connect to the floor slide the hands back in up underneath the shoulders preparing for movement here we're going to press into the palms Begin to peel the body away from the floor, slide the knees up underneath the hips. So we're moving back toward table. We're gonna move right through table and come to seated. So maybe you'll cross through your ankles, roll over your feet and onto your seat. And we'll bring the feet to the floor out front. And just wrap your arms around your knees for a moment once you arrive in that seated shape. Just pause here, release the low back, drop the forehead toward the knees, close your eyes, take a breath or two right here. Nice, safe place to be in. Think of this as a seated version of child's pose. 
And then let's open this up and we'll walk the feet over to the left, let the knees drop over to the right, and then unstack the legs. Now you can keep that left knee cradled in your right foot if you choose to, or you can unstack completely. And we're going to move this in a forward folded direction. So we're going to fold right over that right leg. Now you can bring the bolster in here if you choose to, to, or the block maybe to support the head. You can lay the head on the pillow. You can bring the pillow lined up with the, the shin or the, or the thigh and lay over top of it. You can just rest your head on the pillow if you choose to. You can go all the way down to the floor laying over that leg. Just offering some ease through the right hip Soften, close your eyes, breathe. How did your arms land? Doesn't matter. Are they wrapped around the bolster? Are they spread wide like wings? Are they tucked up underneath? doesn't matter just notice where they're at see if you can find some softness in this shape So we'll slide the hands up underneath the shoulders, supportive of movement. We're going to back away from this by pressing into the palms, and lengthening along through the arms. The body moves away from the leg. We come back up to the seated. We're going to take the left leg and bring that left foot around 
to the floor on the right side of the mat, on the other side of your knee, your right knee, if possible. If not, you can keep it in front. You're gonna take the right arm, you're gonna wrap the right arm around your left knee. It's coming into a sage twist. We're gonna bring the left hand behind the body to be supportive of a tall spine. And then turn to the left, hugging that left knee, lengthening through the crown of the head, Move into this twist and breathe. So you'll notice that it's a little more challenging to take a big breath in a twist. You find a way to do that. Find a way to filter that air into the body. And as you exhale, notice how the pose increases how you move in to that twist just a bit more. Let's release that. Coming back, we'll put the left foot on the floor on the left side, slide the right knee up and bring the foot to the floor, wrap your arms around your knees. Release the low back, drop the head. We'll take that same series to the other side, but here, just take a breath in, kind of release and let all of that go. Let's move this then to the other side. So the feet will walk slightly over to the right, let the knees drop to the left, unstack the legs, or you can keep the knee cradled in the foot if that serves you. And we'll turn a bit toward that left knee laying the front body over that left leg. You can bring bolsters or blocks in if that serves you. Laying over that. Softening in. Where did your arms land? Doesn't matter. Just notice where they're at. Breathe, take a breath in and breath out.
Bring the hands to a place of support for movement underneath the shoulders. Press into your palms and lengthen long through the arms. The body moves away from the leg. And as you lift up, we're going to take the right foot and bring the right foot to the opposite side of the left leg, still folded on the mat. Take the left arm, wrap that around the right knee, turn toward the right, bring the right hand behind to be supportive of a tall spine as you move into this twist. So we're not leaning back into that, but we're keeping nice and tall in this twist, rinsing as you turn, breathing as you turn. Letting that breath filter in. Twisting is so beneficial for our back bodies. And it offers a nice release. You can really let go. It's, a twist is a rinse. And as you slowly release this, find your way to child's pose. The big toes come to touch. The knees can be drawn up underneath the body or you can move into a wide angle and let the body lay long in between the knees. Sometimes I'm not happy with my forehead being all the way down to the floor. It feels like too much of a forward inversion, a little hard on the sinuses if you're suffering from any kind of seasonal allergies. So maybe just the block. Sometimes the eye pillow just folded in half is enough right underneath the forehead, just a little prop. Sometimes the block is necessary, a little higher elevation of the head. Land appropriately. Sometimes we feel this need to create a version of these shapes that corresponds to a picture in a book that we've seen. And there's so many variations and modifications and adjustments for every body to find a way to access these shapes that we're not all going to look like these pictures that we see in books um, because that's not who we are. That's not what our bodies are. So land appropriately. And we need to make adjustments. And sometimes we make those adjustments on a daily basis. We're different every day. And once we kind of wrap our heads around that, once we let go of the idea of competing with either ourselves or pictures in a book or with other people that we see, our practice becomes much happier. We become much happier. And we we really do get much more benefit out of being on our mats for ourselves. Much more nourishment, much more nurturing. So land appropriately for today's practice. Child's pose. Breathe. Notice how the back body opens up. The bigger you breathe in and out here, we feel that nice expansion of breath in. The 
exhale brings us deeper into the shape. Child's pose is refuge. Child's pose is home. It's this base of safety, of ease, of comfort. If you've ever had a moment or maybe days where you just want to run away, you want to hide somewhere, child's pose is a great place to land because it takes away from our bodies all of the responsibilities and commitments of, of being an adult, all of those stressors. Child's pose brings us back to a simpler time when we had less responsibility, less commitment, less on the calendar, much more freedom and ease. And our bodies on a cellular level, our bodies remember that. Very small children sleep this way, and that is a place of peace, and we remember that. So allowing your body to soften in and settle into this shape brings that back. Even if it's fleeting, it brings it back for a moment or two or three, and we can find an ease and a rest, a reprieve, a refuge. Breathe. So if the knees are not in a wide angled child's pose, we're going to move them out toward the edges of the mat. We're gonna come into twisted child's pose and this is just gonna offer some really nice lateral flexion of the spine. So reach your arms out long if they're not already long. Try pop the fingers and walk over to the right. So you're gonna lay over your right leg so the left side body gets really long here. Keep those hips stable and secure back on top of the heels. Reach over to the right, lay over to the right. You can then fold your arms up and support the head or you can bring a block. And just pause here for a few rounds of breath, breathing in and breathing out. Feel that, that arc of the back body, that opening through the left side body. Feels good to create some space there. And then let's walk this 
over to the other side. So take your time as you move the hands in position to walk the body, staying low with this, walking over to the left leg, laying over the left leg. Again, the arms can fold up here and be supportive of the head. You can bring the block with you, creating that lateral movement, feeling the right side body open up. And then we'll come back with that, walking back to center, slide the hands back up underneath the shoulders and slowly press in, lengthen long, lift away, shift off of your heels, carry the feet around to the floor, wrap your arms around your legs once again, release the low back, drop the head and just pause here for a moment. Same thing that we were just in on the floor, seated version. Lots of comfort here. So we're gonna release the spine down to the mat. Now have your bolster or your pillows within reach and slowly and gently lay the spine down on your mat. Let the shoulder blades flatten out, lengthen long through the back of the head. When the back of the head lands to the floor, Press into the soles of your feet, lift your hips and slide the bolster up underneath your hips. Now you'll notice that the shoulder blades feel a little tight when you land, so walk the shoulders away from the bolster, re-lengthen long through the back of the head. Coming into the supported version of bridge pose. So everything can become soft here. The belly can be soft, the arms can land wide like wings or out in cactus or up overhead even land appropriately, land in your bridge. Bridge bring, brings us into this mild inversion, a gentle inversion, a doable inversion, if you will, sustainable, let's put it that way, sustainable inversion. We are much more able to sustain supported bridge than perhaps, let's say, handstand. When we can receive the benefits of being upside down, perspective is a great one. We can go upside down, we can come into bridge in a medita meditative state, meditative form, and bring our meditative practice in the pose of bridge. Maybe we're struggling with a situation, an event, a person, and we really need to offer some perspective. Why not go upside down? That is a completely new perspective.
we can give and assist to our cardiovascular well-being by bringing an ease to the functioning of our heart in inversion. And again, this is a sustainable way to be very supportive of our heart. Recognize that the low back is floating here. Those low vertebrae are floating with the hips on the bolster, the shoulders on the floor, offering space for the low back. Soften your belly. Keep the breath moving. So let's extend the legs long. Just let your heels rest on the floor, opening up through the knees. You feel this really lovely psoas stretch through the fronts of the hips and the thighs. Soften the belly. Rest here. This is a great balance if you are seated for extended periods of time. You can feel that opening through the hip crease. Maybe you've just gotten off of a long flight or a long drive in the car. It's a great way to open up and balance that out. Let's slowly slide the soles of the feet back to the floor. We're going to lift the hips, but we're going to send the bolster toward the heels. You might need your feet to do this if the arms aren't long enough to push that down there. Let the hips land down to the floor, but bring the feet up on top of the bolster. So now we're just setting the feet on the bolster, the hips are to the floor, slide the shoulder blades away from the hips, lengthen long through the back of the head. We're going to take a twist with the feet on the bolster. So shift your hips over to the left, let your knees drop over to the right, so the legs are still on the bolster. 
spread the arms wide like wings, flatten through the right shoulder blade. Just pause here in this nice rinse. Take a breath or two. back on up onto the bolster here slide the hips over to the right let the knees drop over to the left legs still on the bolster arms still wide like wings just breathe into this twist soften the belly back with this the feet up on the bolster press into the feet lift the hips slightly tuck the tailbone and then return just to kind of neutralize the spine there so now we're at the point of our practice um, for our final pose our Shavasana your Shavasana what I offer you is to flip that bolster on its longer edge and lay your knees over the bolster it's a great way to release the low back Sometimes the feet will even float here up off the floor, depending on the length of your legs. But of course, this final shape is yours. So land appropriately. Where will you soften into? Let go.
awareness. Become aware of your body, soft and quiet. Slowly make your way to return. Reawaken. Moving the body to reconnect earth and sky through the length of your spine. And when you arrive, the palms together rise to rest at the heart center. Breathe in life. And with soft eyes open, the light of the world enters. The light of the universe is within. It is within all of us and it is the same. We are connected in that way and we are the same in that way. I honor that light in you. I love you. Namaste.